and welcome to another episode of Sports and Songs Podcast. We're on season four, episode number 49. Tonight's the songs edition. Andy, how are you? I am doing wonderful. Well, it's October 19th, 2023. We've yep. got a good yep. album to review and a good topic to review. We're going to do a little music. Uh, we'll cover it up, uh, finish it up with some tour or concert music updates. But we're going to do an album review on ACDC, Andy. The old... Now, they, they had some change in the personnel, but this was the first record with an all-UK-based lineup. No. Nope. Is that true? No. It's not? No. Nope. All right. Where'd you, so where'd you hear that from? So the Elp, so, well, let's talk to the listeners about the Elp. It's Fly on the Wall, 1985. And so let's bring it up. Let's bring it up. And then I'll bring read it, it and we'll see uh, if I misrepresented it here because. You uh, misspoke, I believe, but go ahead. I could be way off on this. It's. Another good album cover here, Fly on the Wall, 1985. The sessions took place in Montreux, Switzerland, 1984. The first album since the Australian release of TNT did not include drummer Phil Rudd, who was replaced by Simon Wright. Yes. Making it the first ACDC album with all band members born in the UK. That's what no. it is, born. No. Young is that still wrong? Australian. Malcolm Angus are Australian. Okay. And if you ask wow, an Australian, so it's, it's well, totally asked, wrong. He was born in Scotland, but okay, Angus and then were born in Scotland, so that's the UK. But you know what? It's they're known as being for Australia because that's what I went to later on. So, yes, okay. they were born in the UK, but they're known as more for being from Australia. So, interesting. So, this album, Fly on the Wall, is the 10th studio album by Australian hard rock band ACD. See, that's where the confusion comes in right there. 1985 on Atlantic Records. So, you know what they did? Um, you know, three weeks take three weeks off recording what would become the fly on the wall to re to headline two nights at the ten day Rock and Rio Festival in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Brazil. And this was January of eighty five. They appeared to over two hundred fifty thousand people on January nineteenth, along with Scorpions, White Snake, and Ozzy Osbourne. So let's just put that into perspective. Yeah. You know. You know Kiss performed down there in front of hundreds of thousands of fans. This was rock and Rio. And so we know Brazil loves their rock music. Right? They love their <laughs> hair bands. They love it. And, and, you know, here in the U.S., you may draw, you know, 20,000 fans at an indoor concert or maybe more than that outdoors. But these guys were 50,000 at a football stadium. You did great. 60,000, maybe yeah. 70 on a, on a good day. But. These guys, I'll just repeat, was 250,000 in January 85 when you get bands like the Scorpions, White Snake, Ozzy Osbourne, and ACDC out there. Yep. Uh, and they headlined two nights. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just amazing how huge that is. Now, we'll get back to the album, of course, but uh, it's considered hard rock, heavy metal. The length is 40 minutes and 30 seconds. They jam it out there. Now, it's. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. 
Now, let's do the let's do the track listing because there's okay. some good notes here. I'm, I'm sure you'll have some good notes yourself. But let's go through the personnel yeah. and then the and then the track listing. Personnel, of course, Brian Johnson on lead, and yeah. so these is the Brian Johnson years. Angus Young lead guitar, Malcolm on rhythm and backing vocals, Cliff Williams on bass. And Simon Wright, one of my favorites on drums. I did not even know he performed on this album until I did the research for this. I saw him perform live with Dio in Minneapolis down at the Quest once, and I couldn't believe how good this drummer was in the back. And I said, who is this guy? I looked him up. His name is Simon Wright, and I looked it up his background, and he's been around for years. Big, good guy, good guy, Simon Wright. So he was yep. on this, this album. Here's the tracks. Title track, Fly on the Wall. Shake Your Foundations, uh, one of your better rock music songs of all times. Yes. First Blood, Danger, which they released as a single first, and it kind of flopped. Danger didn't do too well. They released it first to get things going, and it kind of fell on deaf ears. Then you get the ever-popular Sink the Pink, Playing with Girls. Now, this is your, your typical kind of a very sexist uh, album. Yes and it's no. Boys, right? You look at who they're shooting to, no. And it's all, it's not the double entendres like the Kiss songs or everything else. Fly on the wall, just he wants to be a fly on the wall in the room. He doesn't want it, you know, it's nothing wrong with it. He's just kind of watching. Yes. And then it goes from playing with girls to stand up to the song Hell or High Water, back in business. And then final song, Send for the Man. So, it's a nice, straight-up, 10-song CD. Love it. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yep. Uh, produced by Angus and Malcolm Young. And uh, there's something else I wanted to mention here on the songs, but Danger. You know, Danger was released first in June of 85, and then Sink the Pink, and then Shake Your Foundations. Great stuff. And this album came on the heels of Flick of the Switch from 83. Yeah. And then they came out with Who Made Who, the soundtrack in 86. Which we've covered. Um, but, but Angus and Malcolm Young wanted to capture the rawness and simplicity of their early work in a time when pop-oriented glam metal had become popular. The uh, Brian Johnson said uh, on one of the interviews for Monsters of Rock says, quote, in my experience, the lads went in with the producer, but they were still really telling the lad what they wanted. So in a roundabout way, all it was was an extra pair of ears, an expensive pair of ears. So yep. they kind of done it the way they did it anyway. Um, it wasn't commercialized. It's, it's pure, good, hard rock music. You know, you, the music is yes, but like we said in the pre-production meeting there, the videos were very MTV'd. Um, don't watch the videos and base the rest of the album on that. The three videos were kind of a trilogy in a way. They kind of told us, the videos tried to tell a story, a very yeah. bad one at that. So don't watch the videos and judge the album on it. Listen to the songs separately away from the corny, cheesy, crappy videos. And they're very good songs. Yeah, the, the, it said here that you know MTV was getting huge. And then they actually put out a home video of ACDC performing five songs from the album released in the summer of 85, also titled Fly on the Wall. And it features uh, the band playing Fly, Fly on the Wall, Danger, Sink the Pink, Stand Up and Shake Your Foundations at a small bar in New York City named The Crystal Ballroom. And so the, the songs and the videos are linked together, kind of tying that all together in a story, like you say. Yeah. Um, 
it's it has also has the cartoon fly depicting uh yes. the album cover. Uh, if nothing else it says here in wikipedia it says if nothing else the video demonstrated the band's new commitment to the now powerful mtv going beyond performance-based videos it was new the yeah. acting and the and bringing in actors and yeah good cinematography and whatnot now the one thing that i was going to bring up to get your thoughts on this uh, you know the the tour was marred by the bad publicity when the serial killer Richard Ramirez was arrested and had, you know, links to this album and links to this group. Right. You know, he was nickname was the night stalker by the press. Um, and they said, it. it you know, he told police that night prowler uh, from the 1979 highway to hell album had driven him to commit murder. So this was now Richard Ramirez from the 79 album. We're in 1985 now and but it was just what the band's detractors were looking for uh, they'd been waiting especially in america immediately seized the case and wild accusations that acdc were in fact devil worshipers the lyrics to night prowler were carefully analyzed and some newspapers attempted to link ramirez's satanism with acdc's name and <coughs> somehow the conclusion that acdc stood for antichrist devil's child yes kind of like uh, kiss uh, knights in Satan's service. You know they, yeah. they come up with all this stuff to derail the rock bands, who are actually very, for the most part, very clean bands. Now, what's your thoughts on that? Uh, you know they had it was all marred on a great tour, but now you got this carrying a shadow over. Everybody. You know those albums weren't the greatest for ACDC at the time. Anyway, if you look at the switch, this one, and then you get this Joker with his stuff. It was just. Most other bands, I probably count on one hand the other bands that could have survived that kind of media firestorm. Most bands would have crushed them. They could have never came back. ACDC was like, oh, well, next album. You know, they they didn't care. They, they, didn't, they didn't let it bother them and ruin them. You know, yep. they, they didn't try to jump in front of the camera and make speeches about it and reports and everything else. They just let it go. At least from my remembrance of that time, but yeah, it also says you know U.S. Uh, magazine People magazine picked the uh, album as the best album of 1985, but some of the reviews were largely negative of this album and, and saying you know we couldn't hear Brian Johnson's lyrics, uh, it was it was too muddied and it wasn't really clearly produced. Um, that all may be true, but for people looking for some hard rock, heavy metal music, this is awesome. This is some great party music. This entire album. Yeah, because that's when the whole glam bands were coming out real big and the hair bands on ACDC is stuck to the rock and roll heavy metal powered right through. Um, some even say some of the other hard rock bands at the time sold out for a little bit, you know, like Kiss or Judas Priest yeah. or Ozzy kind of sold out during the MTV era for the stuff. ACDC, I don't think, ever wore fluorescent colors ever in a video. I don't think they ever did different things to their hair just for the video, Angus was wearing that schoolboy outfit forever. Brian Johnson says hat and his leather vest on, or jean jacket vest forever, you know. So they never changed for the image. They tried to make their videos a little different, which I think was maybe not their call, but. Kind of cheesy, kind of campy, yeah. but, you know, they yeah. tried it. Yep. Now the only other the only other comment I've got is uh, you know the, the the first song they released was Danger. Well, it turns uh, on the you know the tour it says that the song quote 
the song Danger fell flat in concert and was banished from the set. Yep. So they didn't even start playing, you know, complete, you know, even singing that song while on tour. While it was their first release and they had the highest hopes for it. That was, I found pretty interesting. But Shake Your Foundations and Sink the Pink turned out to be standouts on this album. Very good songs. Yeah. They're very good songs. I, I liked it. Now, you own this album, right? Yes. Yes. Now, what are your thoughts? Um, It was a, it's, <clears throat> excuse me. Very, like I said, great rock and roll heavy metal album. Like most ACDC albums, you didn't really skip around much. But you went back and replayed certain songs more often than others, too. I mean, if you were doing something, you'd let the album play through. If you were in the car or you had control of it or it was just an arm's reach away, you'd rewind a couple songs and hear them back again. You know, to be honest, Shake Your Foundations, probably very underrated song, but a great song. I don't think that song gets enough love and credit that it should for ACDC. Um, I, if I had to pick 10 songs for Greatest Tits, that would definitely be on there. And they got a ton yeah. of songs to pick from. You know, so that would, that would definitely be one of my favorites on there. Shake Your Foundation. But it was a great album. Very good. Very good. You know, I, I don't remember listening to it a lot as a, as a youth, but I certainly remember when this album cover came out it was very popular in high school uh i, I yep. saw this just all over the place uh, and it was one of those albums too you could put in and play at a at a party or get together and play it front to end and just press play and let her go um great never background a party, never a party at your house though no no uh, you know i i didn't well, was never a big acdc guy but listen to it now i have more appreciation for those guys but this was always you know, there were certain groups of people and, you know, there were ACDC guys in high school. You know, this, oh, is, yeah. this is what they wore. Yeah. Um, this it, is the stuff was, they wore uh, the and what they listened to. And I was never an ACDC guy, but I liked their music. But <clears throat> listening to it now as an as an adult, uh, more appreciation for the, the musical than the talent with these guys. I, I never knew of a group on ACDC fan club called the Kiss Army. I don't know if ACDC ever had one like that, but if they did, they kicked the Kiss Army's ass. I mean, guys who like yeah. ACDC, where they bled ACDC, they ate ACDC. You know, it was them or nothing. You know, you could say and what you want about fans, but these guys were like very hardcore. And it doesn't matter what rock concert you go to. No, no matter what you go to, you're going to see someone with an ACDC shirt to this day at any right. concert. I don't care if it's an Eddie Money show or uh, or uh, Heart. Yeah, there, there's T-shirts all over the place for these guys. So very good stuff. Um, do you have anything more on this album? No, I, I'll all talk right, a little so bit on in my uh, stuff coming up here on my bits. But yeah, good all right. concert information. We'll start with Thunderstruck. I went last we go. week, last Friday. Thunderstruck, America's ACDC tribute band, based out of Louisville, Kentucky. National Act, a very good group. I would like to personally apologize to um, everybody in Dustin Bones, everybody in Kissing Time, everybody in Heartless that we've had on the show and talked about, but these guys were great. There's their stage set, but you've all been replaced by Kyle, the guitar guy. Um, oh, my new man, Crash. Here we Hunter. go. Um, Angus. He, oh my God, 
worth the price of admission to see this guy alone. Okay. What he does for the Angus character and in general, I wish I could say only oh, blew me away. What's what's better than blew me away? Because that's what he did. Um, well, <clears throat> whatever the next step above that is, yeah, uh, comes out in the full Angus gear and strips out like Angus does. Um, you're familiar with Madani. He comes out in the crowd, does a guitar solo. Um, a little too long for guitar solo, but still. Had it to the bones. The whole group was perfect. Um, they didn't actually have their original drummer with them. He had just got married the week before, so I had a, a fill-in drummer <clears throat> who still was spot on. Don't get me wrong, but you couldn't tell it was a substitute drummer. The way they were all still feeding off each other. Um, there's so, stage show. Go ahead. Okay, so did you stay then after the show and, and yeah. be able to hang out with the dude then? Okay. This, this was, he was getting pictures with everybody here. Actually, the wife was going to get a picture with him, but she is a teacher, and she thought it'd be bad to have her picture taken with a 12-year-old boy without his shirt on. Nice. Said, How old is he? Uh, I don't know. It's got, it's got to be... 20 mid 20s okay it's but just I, that is awesome <clears throat> she just didn't think it'd be safe for her career as a teacher for that yes now you on the other hand don't care and love getting, I don't uh, care. Photograph yeah. any yeah. rock uh, band members it's, it's awesome they have Look a couple they have a couple cannons on stage for those about to rock we salute you the cannons go off and they have a big hell's bells right over the center like you know where we were standing for Tom Kiefer, yeah, it would have been behind us towards the bar more is where that bell was. Okay, okay. So it's out there in the middle of the crowd there. Great show. You get a chance to see these guys, you've got to go. Check out Kyle, the guitar guy, on YouTube. Incredible stuff. So how often do they make it to the Twin Cities? About once a year, if that. Okay. So – yeah, definite. And and Andy, you go to a you know you you go to a lot of shows, and, and you like music. But yes, but when I talked to you after this show, you were amazed. You uh, said yeah. I never seen something like this before. Right. <clears throat> and the sad thing was, the Medina Ballroom that night, seventy five percent full. So he had room to do that guitar solo through the crowd because it was a packed house. He'd have been eaten alive. And um, they had a bagpipe guy comes out. He comes out through the crowd playing the pipes. Uh, he tours with them regionally. They got different bagpipe artists that go around tour with them. He was there. A great group of guys. The lead singer they have, he just joined in the last year, um, replacing David, who went to uh, um, Hairwall and does the – Brian Johnson and the main characters there. Oh, really? Okay. Well, this is the first time they've been here with this new singer. He was spot on. Um, just really, if you you gotta check these guys out next time they're here. Thunderstruck. Uh, look up, like I said, Kyle, the guitar guy, on YouTube. Look up Thunderstruck, the bands on the Instagram and stuff. They're very, very good follow. That's excellent. I plan on seeing these guys. Uh... This would be a good show to see. Yeah. Just just a good time here. Okay. okay. Hairball coming Saturday, November 25th. 
There you go. There's the boys here. Well, they've had a new lead singer added lately too, Drew Hart. So uh, it's changed lead singer since we saw them last. Okay. Almost Cooper. We talked about them last week. Doing a Halloween bash just across the Cheddar Curtain there in Danbury, Wisconsin. A free oh, show. Nice. A free show. Yeah, you have to drive up. You have to drive oh, up okay. in Danbury, yeah. Wisconsin, but it's a free show. It's a tribute band, Alice Cooper, Almost Cooper, 21-plus show, Danbury, Wisconsin. Love it. So, yeah, it's a long drive, but it's a free show, for God's sake. Well, stay at the casino, get a room, and um, okay. make a weekend of it. This Saturday, Heartless opening up for ELO, ELNO, an ELO tribute band. <laughs> it's hard to say. ELNO. So there, there, there are those couple bands for you there. Monoman, December 15th, Night Ranger, up at Monoman at Shooting Star. Get a chance to see them before you can't see them anymore. Okay, okay. Some new releases. Kind of, we'll see what we got here. Dreamkeeper, a new release. Um, check these guys out. Uh, on your trips this weekend, Dan, I suggest you try to get this so we can do a review on them. Very good band out of Texas, I believe. Okay. Give them a listen. Tell me what you think, people. Let us know if we should uh, review on it. Maybe if Dan wants to check it out, if we want to do something for them. All right. I'm writing it down right now. There he is. David Coverdale saying he wants to see the big picture. I want the best for a while. He's planning on doing a White Snake farewell album. He wants everybody who's ever been in White Snake to be on it. You know, he's got their last album. They want to do, oh, but I want to do a duet with this guy. I want this guy to play on my album. David Coverdale wants to wrap up the whole White Snake thing and have everybody come back for at least one song. Okay. I don't know if maybe they can't tolerate each other for more than one song or for whatever reason. Fair enough. You know, people would see that they go back so many years. Um, yeah, so many guys have been in that band. Holy Christ. It's like an, an all-star cast. Yes. Now, this is not a new album, Extreme's six album. I just bring it up, though, because it's up for three Grammys. Maybe give it a listen again for the first time. Best album six, their song Rise for best song and best performance. Very cool video. Check them out again for the first time. Okay. And our friends Don Grata on their social media this week, one week from tomorrow, they drop the heaviest song to date from their Beast and Me. So be ready just in time for Halloween. Great photo right there. Love yeah. it. And that's what I got, man. Um, just want to say I, I, I can't plug Thunderstruck enough. Holy Christ. Um, you got to see him. Check out their stuff online. This Kyle, he's he's Mr. Everything. He he does some producing. He's a drummer. Um, he does a lot of other work, too. He started playing guitar when he was eight in his second grade talent show. Eight years old, second grade talent show on guitar, and you know what song he was playing, Dan? Highway to Hell. He was. I, Age he, eight? Yes. Well, so, he's he's the man to be in the tribute then, Angus. And if you know anything about guitar players, and you look at the pictures I showed there, he's got fingers like this long. So he's doing the guitar like Angus like perfectly. He's got the motions down, the head bob, the walking bit. All the mannerisms. Yep. 
And he doesn't really overdo it because you really can't overdo Angus with the mannerisms because he goes the whole show like that. Now, like you said, all the guys are good. You can watch, uh, you sit there and watch the bassist, the guitarist, the vocals, the drums, but <clears throat> you're saying even above and beyond that, you could focus on just the Angus for the show and still be blown away watching just him. Right. Yep. Just him. Love it. He, and he, it, just like Angus himself, though, he doesn't try to steal the show. He just does. Yeah. You know, I mean, Malcolm was a great guitarist. Cliff, great on bass. Bon Scott and Brian Johnson, both great singers. But just Angus just, you know, zone in on it. You hear the other guys still. You still hear all the other stuff going on. But you're so focused on him. And it's not one of those things like you're focused on him waiting for him to mess up. You're just so entranced. It's like a car wreck, a good thing. You 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 see this happening. You know something's going on. You just can't turn away. That's you the know? sign of a good concert right there. You know? And, you know, it was good to see someone. The only drawback he had from Angus, I don't think Angus's life had red hair that thick. But besides that, he's got it down. Now, was there an opening act? Uh, yeah, we're not going to talk about that. I'm oh, not yeah. impressed. Yeah. With oh, yeah. No, we did. We did. We, we um, mentioned before, um, I'm not impressed with that. Yeah, it doesn't pay to do that unless getting there early. But to see these guys up close yeah. and the show that they put on, uh, phenomenal. Phenomenal yeah. stuff. You get a chance to see them. They said they're a national act, so you'll see them if you're in Wisconsin, Illinois, Iowa. Catch them where you can. Yeah, Betty Lou liked them, too. I'm sure. So – Keep in mind, please leave your comments and questions below and also requests for future shows in the comments section. We'll see you next week, but uh, enjoy your ACDC, everybody. Yep. See ya. See ya. Yeah. Nice. Nice.